0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Knowing Me, Knowing You, with me, Paula, as your host, tuning in from the West Coast of Canada. Thank you for tuning in to all our returning listeners, and if you are new to Knowing Me, Knowing You, welcome. This is my invitation to all of you to sit back and enjoy. This lifestyle podcast is about knowledge share and storytelling with friends and those I've met along this journey we call life. During our time together, I do hope you receive some great takeaways. Now, during this episode, I am going to share all about the power of Ubuntu. It's an African term and way of life, and I'm also going to share how we can put it into practice in our daily lives. I am excited to share and bring this concept and way of life to you, discovering and learning about the divine spark of goodness inherent within each of us. But first, I would like to share how I came across this concept and the book where I've drawn my inspiration from for this episode. So let's just take a little step back in time. March 2020. We had just entered lockdown here in Canada the rising death toll across the world is what crossed our television screens and every news feed. The COVID pandemic had taken a hold of the entire world. We had entered a time of uncertainty, as I'm sure you remember well. So now, with nowhere to go and not a lot to do with our time, we had to really reestablish what to do with our time, right? And so I decided to tune in. To some of the reruns of the morning shows on our television screens. And on this particular day, there was an interview with a young woman, Manji Ingomen. Manji had just written her book, Everyday Ubuntu Living Together the African Way. And she was sharing her life story and her journey and writing about this book. Now, having been born in Africa, and lived in Africa for 32 years, I had heard this concept, and after hearing Manji's interview, decided I have to do a little more investigation, and hence purchased the book. The author Manji Ingomin is the granddaughter of one of South Africa's and the world's human rights leaders, and he is part of, Of the inspiration behind this book. His name is Archbishop Desmond Tutu. And I had the opportunity to meet him during my early working career in the travel industry in Johannesburg, South Africa. And I remember his welcoming smile, his gentle voice, and he had this aura of kindness when he communicated with you. Such a nice man. Archbishop Desmond Tutu has made Ubuntu central to his teachings as a bishop, as a leader, and a family man. What he shares in the foreword of this book is the concept, how we can use this in our everyday lives, and his belief why this book is so important to share with the world. And I certainly agree. That is why I'm sharing this with all of you. I've shared a link to this book in the episode details because this is a wonderful gift and I do hope you will pass it forward by sharing this episode with friends and family and hopefully purchasing the book. So what are the fundamentals of Ubuntu? Well, Ubuntu is a philosophy, a concept, and believe it or not, it is nothing new. And we can all put it into practice today. Ubuntu is a way of life. And the foundation is set on respect for yourself and for others. That we live a life of the three C's. Courage, compassion, connection. And what I learned from this book is in Africa or South Africa, being known as a person with Ubuntu, was encouraged and held in high regard. The concept of Ubuntu, its origins lie in Africa, and it shares its roots with the word Bantu, meaning people. In Rwanda and Burundi, it is common for people to appeal to others to have consideration and be humane towards others. To Jira Ubuntu. In Zimbabwe, Umuntu, Numuntu, Gumbantu. Malawi, they use the term Umuntu, and in Kenya, Utu. With the same generalized concept of I am only because you are, and the values of community, respect, value, acceptance, sharing, social justice, morality, compassion, humanness, etc. The foundation of this African philosophy is respect for yourself and others. I am only because you are. Pretty cool, right? In the book, Everyday Ubuntu, Archbishop Desmond Tutu shares that growing up, he and his family, community, were encouraged to show Ubuntu in their relations with family, friends, and everyone they came upon. In his own words, Archbishop Desmond Tutu says, The idea and practice of Ubuntu is one of Africa's greatest gifts to the world. When we think of Ubuntu, there is a proverb that best describes it. A person is a person through other persons meaning we learn and experience life through our relationships with others. And so it is important that we pay attention to not only our actions, but our voice, our thoughts, because what we do and say and think not only impacts our own lives positively or negatively, but has an impact on others. As is written in the book, and I quote, Ubuntu is not simply a way of behaving, it is a way of being. I believe and always share that each day, if we should be so lucky to see the sun rise on our lives, we are provided with an opportunity to do better, to be better, to make right, but that we have the chance to approach our day, those we meet, with care and understanding because the concept of ubuntu is about reaching out to our fellow humans and that individuals are nothing without each other and it encompasses all of humanity no matter who you are where you were born ubuntu is also about celebrating our differences and i love that because it is in that that we learn i mean listeners How boring would this world be if we were all the same? I know for me, as someone who loves to travel and learn about different cultures and countries, I would be pretty bored if we were all the same. One of my favorite sayings or phrases, a golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And this is similar to the teachings of Ubuntu. I also believe that putting this concept into practice will change the way we love, lead, and connect in our daily lives. What do you think? So how can we put Ubuntu into practice, you're probably wondering. Well, in the book, the author shares 14 Lessons with numerous teachings within the lessons. And through the lessons, we learn to recognize what we already do and how we can do more. And here is the thing you are very possibly putting some of it into practice already. When I first read and have reread these 14 lessons and what I have learned during my personal development and self-improvement journey, my connection and learning of others is that no one person is perfect. No one person has got it all together. No one person is considerate all the time, non-judgmental. We're always working on this stuff, right? No one person is always helpful or being able to forgive, or listens well, or embraces diversity or difference, or reaches out and connects. I mean, I could go on, right? But no one person is good with any of this. At some time during our day, our week, our month, our year, our life, we are good at some of it, but not all of it. We lean heavily toward one way and need to work on the other. And recognizing this, acknowledging this, and doing something about it is a major step forward. I'm sure you agree. And this is where many of us know that part of our life journey is crossing those T's, dotting those I's, striving to be the best version of ourselves, learning, growing, connecting. And this little book, I believe, will help us to take a closer look at ourselves, our lives, the world around us, and help us along this journey of self-discovery. It is a great foundation to work from. And if you don't mind, I want to take an opportunity here to just go back to the physical book itself. It's this small little book. Um, You know, uh, it has this hardcover, red, gold, blue artwork. And each chapter is distinguished with lovely artwork with a colorful background. And each chapter is the lesson. And each chapter covers the lesson with stories, exercises we can do, and some great quotes. And at the back of the book in the epilogue, the lessons that I will be uh, shortly sharing with you are set in an abbreviated form. It's a lovely little book filled with information, knowledge share, color, graphics, and is really small enough that you can take with you anywhere. (laughs) And please know um, that even although I share the link with you in the episode uh, notes, and uh, I, I get nothing back from sharing this book with you, but I just love the concept and um, and just feel so grateful that this has come into my life and that I am have this platform to share it with all of you. So we have come to the meat and potatoes, to me, the most exciting part of this episode. How do we put Ubuntu into practice? I'm going to share the the 14 lessons just very briefly with you. And in the Facebook group, Knowing Me, Knowing You, they are available in brief form for download. But again, purchasing the book, you can go through it. It's a very easy read and it's all laid out there for us. So lesson number one, seeing ourselves and other people. It is incredible when we open ourselves to sharing and listening, how we notice that we are more alike Then different. Lesson number two. Strength lies in unity. We need to take the time to connect. Because no man is an island. And it's important for us to connect and knowledge share. Reach our hand across the aisle. Lesson number three. In any given situation and before we place judgment... We are able to place ourselves in others' shoes. Lesson number four, our perspective. We have to open our eyes, remove the blinkers. Perspective is our point of view. It's the lens that we see the world through and determines how we view ourselves, others, and everything else around us. So when it comes to our perspective, we need to see the bigger picture. We need to begin to view the world and the world around us, our community from a wider perspective. And when we look at our own personal perspective, the way we view the world around us, let me ask you this. Are you a glass half full or a glass half empty kind of person? Lesson number five. We have to learn to have dignity and respect for ourselves and for others. Lesson number six, believing in the good of everyone is important. If we take note of the points I've just mentioned so far, right? Putting ourselves in another's shoes, taking the wider perspective, it does become easier to believe in the good of everyone. Lesson number seven. We choose hope over optimism. Now, lesson number eight. This is a goodie. Forgiveness. Not always easy to do. We need to forgive. Not only ourselves, but others. The more we practice forgiveness, the better we can be at it. And remember, Forgiveness of another does not necessarily mean that we forget or that we need to become buddy-buddy. Forgiveness for us means that we are able to move on with our lives in peace and freedom. Lesson number nine is diversity, difference. We need to embrace diversity and difference. This is what the world is made up of, and it is important that we embrace our differences and those that are different to us. Lesson number 10, we have to acknowledge our reality and the reality that is, so that we can move forward to heal, to adjust our course of life. I always say, acknowledgement is the first step to recovery. Lesson 11, I love this one, laughing at ourselves is the best medicine. Finding the humor in humanity, you know, finding the humor in the smallest of things is so important. We want to shout less, laugh more. I am definitely trying to laugh more, even in certain situations, to really help lighten a mood or if something has really frustrated me, just to lighten the feeling Within my body and my thoughts and 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 how I'm feeling about this situation. Lesson number twelve is why the little things make a big difference. The smallest of actions can make all the difference. For instance, volunteering. Now, I volunteer weekly with a meal program, delivering meals to seniors in need in my community. And this is a great way to give back to a community, to offer a helping hand, to connect, to make a difference in someone's day with this small act. And lesson number 13, seek out ways to connect. And the final lesson, lesson number 14, and I mentioned this in my episode on communication, is we should become better listeners and listen more and talk less. Honing this skill will aid us into opening our hearts, feeling more compassion and empathy, placing less judgment. So there you have it, listeners. All 14 lessons just uh, briefly outlaid for you, and again, in more detail within each chapter within the book. Now, we know, and I think we can all agree, life is one hell of a journey. Human beings are complex creatures. There are many ups and downs, and we easily forget the potential we have as a collective. Don't you think, and, um, and uh, do you agree now that I have shared these key points about Ubuntu and everyday Ubuntu and the power of Ubuntu, that if we could put this into practice every day in our lives, we can become more whole as a human race, more free, more at peace. And the lesson that I have taken away and uh, having read and reread this book and then preparing this episode is that we really do need to support each other more and be kinder to each other. What do you think? Sometimes I think and feel that we as a human race are losing ourselves. And this is why the personal development industry at this current time is booming because we so desperately want to reconnect not only with ourselves but others we want to find that familiar ground the concept of ubuntu and through the power of ubuntu is where we can start and we should not forget this great quote by John Don no man is an island my friend sam from talking with sam In one of his episodes that we did together on community, we talk about the concept of Ubuntu, and he shares this phrase, uh, no man is an island. It's actually one of his favorite phrases. And Ubuntu is a concept that encompasses this very phrase, no man is an island, and we should all aspire to live by its teachings. As the author Manji says in her book, and I quote, Ubuntu does not ask that we ignore the complexities of the individual situations in which we find ourselves, but that we apply it as best we can. If we want to go quickly, go alone. If we want to go far, go together. A beautiful African proverb. So listeners, we have come to the end of this episode and part of the Know Yourself series. Personal development, self-improvement is one of my favorite topics, and I believe integral to our happiness. Now, please stay to the end because I have a great quote I want to share with you. And I want to take this opportunity to invite you to join our Facebook group community, Knowing Me, Knowing You with Paula, if you haven't yet. And there I share a downloadable file on the lessons that I have briefly touched on. There is a link there to where you could purchase this book. And um, yeah, please share this podcast with friends and family. We love you for it. We love your reviews, as this will help others who may come upon this podcast and wonder whether it is worth a listen. Oh, and don't forget to uh, tune in to any of our other episodes and meet some of my friends. There is a wealth of storytelling and knowledge and information share Now, all our connection details are clickable links in the show notes. And in the usual, knowing me, knowing you fashion, I would like to leave you with these final words. A piece from Harper Lee's To Kill a Mockingbird. And this has been shared in Chapter 3 of the book Everyday Ubuntu. If you could learn a simple trick, Scout, you'll get along a lot better with all kinds of folks. You never really understand a person until you consider things from his point of view. Until you climb into his skin and walk around in it. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you. Till next time.